Chapter Nineteen of A Deal with the Devil. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Angelique G. Campbell, February two thousand nineteen. A Deal with the Devil by Eden Philpotts. Council's Opinion. Grandpapa decided that Sunbury would be a likely sort of place to lie low in, so we went up after dark that same Sunday evening, reached our new halting place soon after midnight and took some lodgings by the waterside the affair was in the paper next day and the name of daniel dolphin echoed in people's mouths once more grandfather now called himself elisha spratt and he entered under that name at henley by a curious coincidence the first heat for the diamond skulls fell on grandpapa's birthday nearly a month however had yet to pass by before that elate mr roses added another to the long list of indictments against grandfather for the old man cared nothing he went on steadily and quietly with his practice and training and the harder he trained the younger he began to look a painful incident out of which arose another still more trying has here to be recorded grandpapa while discussing the different processes at law which he had incurred told me in some glee of matters i did not know i did a smart thing recently he began of course a man must help his chums where he can and i've been able to do so without any hurt to myself people on the river think i've got pots of money because i spend very freely on the strength of this i've been asked to lend my security on about twenty different occasions i never refused men thought i was a fool i knew what i was about very well the old cunning look came back into his eyes once more it had a very painful appearance on the face of so young a man what have you done now dear grandfather hide nothing from me i said i've backed a lot of bills and gone security for thousands and thousands a good few of the johnnies can't pay and they'll come down on me like a ton of bricks ha <laughs> ha i don't see what there is to laugh at grandpapa so little amuses you now why i'm under age that's where the laugh comes in i'm a legal infant or something of that sort they can't touch me a legal infant why grandfather you're a hundred and eight years old in a few weeks time not by the new scheme what's the new scheme got to do with money-lenders they'll fight it out on the old scheme and trace you back and back and confront you with your past career it was madness to do such a thing the old man grew rather wretched and uneasy but he soon cheered up again i thought it was such a smart move and after all no harm's done or i haven't got the money in fact fifteen hundred or less is about my limit now i'm safe enough if you don't go and give me away people recognize you but of course i shall begin changing and dwindling at a deuce of a rate after henley to think that my mental powers will begin to fade too that's what cuts me up what he called his mental powers had already begun to fade he was stupid for his age now and would be a mere clown of a boy in six months time but i did not tell him so i said nothing and soon afterwards he went to bed in the morning he came down to breakfast fired with an extraordinary new project and yet in justice to myself 
i cannot say strictly that it was a fresh idea i had advised him to take the step he now contemplated any time this five years i have been reading the agreement said grandpapa and upon my soul it looks to me duffer though i am as if the thing didn't hold water i don't know anything about law but the question is simply a legal one after all and if there's a flaw anywhere i don't see why i shouldn't benefit from it anyway it's good enough to get an opinion on i shall go up to lincoln's inn fields and see messrs terence and hawker they helped me in the matter of the automatic postcard swindle if you remember i shall pretend the agreement is a joke and of course they won't know me from adam just think if we discover a flaw now at the eleventh hour so to speak go by all means grandpapa but don't buoy yourself my dearest recollect who wrote that agreement he may not be skilled in legal matters himself but he must have had ample opportunities for submitting the draft to experts that's the point answered grandpapa he expressly said he'd drawn it up himself it was a new thing in agreements even for him he fancied it too but there may be a slip somewhere i want a day off the river and i'll go up with this document after lunch you sit tight at home and don't show yourself if people see you rose or any of the rest they'll know i'm not far off and take care yourself grandpapa they are on the lookout no doubt if you are arrested i shall go mad he started and i spent the afternoon reading this quieting paragraphs about daniel dolphin many papers made mention of him and certain of the comic organs printed what they doubtless regarded as jokes my name appeared there was much diversity of opinion about me some said that i was his daughter others that we were brother and sisters others again that daniel dolphin's mother or grandmother or great-aunt assisted him in his pernicious career the star fancied that daniel dolphin often masqueraded as an old woman everybody agreed that the truth would soon be known because the police had an undoubted clue and the matter was in most experienced hands my grandpapa returned to dinner he wept into his plate all through that meal and showed me in a thousand ways that his enterprise had produced no good results speak my treasure i cried at length unable to bear the suspense is it as bad as you thought a million times worse worse what could be worse grandpapa i'll explain this fool nick i mean has drawn out the thing single-handed and defeated his own object and wrecked me utterly i saw mr hawker himself he studied the agreement for an hour then gave judgment on it he said tapping it with his eyeglass now this document is curious very much so the the person who wrote it appears to have had a certain smattering of law terms but he sprinkles over his remarks without any legal knowledge without any familiarity with their forensic significance the most remarkable thing about this agreement however is that by the processes to be applied to daniel dolphin 
the said gentleman will absolutely cease to exist at the end of the specified time the deed is amateurish in many respects but in none more than this it defeats its own object for on the completion of the period herein set out there will be nothing of mr daniel dolphin left to go anywhere he said that and i thanked him and paid six and eightpence and came away feeling about as cheap as a bad egg my grandfather flung himself on a sofa and cried again then you can't go to-to i said with a thrill of exultation i can't go anywhere at all he moaned i go out like gas when it's turned off at the tap you don't understand it's terrible it's unheard of i'd rather have gone down below than nowhere at all anybody would but now now i shall become as extinct as the dodo he spoofed himself and squelched me talk about justice i cannot dwell upon his sufferings he had always believed firmly in a life beyond the grave now it was snatched from him by a juggling muddle-headed self-sufficient fiend who ought never to have been allowed the use of writing materials the matter was a logical one the end of the new scheme simply meant eternal annihilation for my unhappy old grandfather end chapter nineteen